Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 12, verses 35 through 48. This text is paralleled in large part in Matthew chapter 26, 36 through 51. You can hear a devotion on that text in episode 567. That's 567. And that episode's show notes include a link to a song by DC Talk that was written originally by Larry Norman called I Wish We'd All Been Ready. Very applicable to this and that text. But this text in Luke is longer and fuller, so there are some things I'm going to cover from it that were not covered in Matthew. Let's jump in at verse 35. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from a wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table and he will come and serve them. If he comes in, if he comes in the second watch or in the third, that's different times in the middle of the night, and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This is just plain and simple and straightforward so far. Jesus Christ is returning, it's going to happen, and he's going to come at a time that we don't expect, so we must always remain ready. That is, we must have faith and trust in him so we can have his forgiveness, and we can acquire his righteousness, and we should also be stewarding the gifts, the abilities, the opportunities, the resources that he's entrusted us with until that time. He's going to get more into this right now. Verse 41, Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable for us or for all? And Jesus said, who then is the faithful and wise manager whom his master will set over the household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find doing so when he comes. So Peter wants to know, is this specifically for us, your disciples? or is this for everybody? And Jesus doesn't say one or the other. He just tells another parable, which is, blessed are you when the master comes back and finds you, his manager, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Verse 44, truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant or manager says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour that he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant or that manager who knew the master's will but did not get ready or act according to his will will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. Everyone to whom much was given, much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. So this is very ominous. There's a few points that we need to pull out of it. One is what we've already said, the master's away, he is returning. Two is, if he finds any of his managers not doing what they're supposed to do when he returns, they're going to be in trouble. Being cut to pieces is metaphorical in this parable, but there's no question that that indicates punishment. And there's going to be severe punishment for the ones who did know God's will but didn't do it, as well as the ones who didn't know and didn't do it. Some scholars have suggested that this is a reference to people who are unfaithful to Christ going to hell, and there being different levels of punishment in hell in the same way that there are 
different levels of reward in heaven. And I don't have any time to get into that any more deeply than I have, but you can research that more on your own if you're interested. The crux of this is the very last verse. Everyone to whom much was given, much will be required. You've heard that before. It's become kind of an idiom in our culture. It comes from scripture right here. What is Jesus saying? Well, when you first read through this, it sounds like he's really holding his disciples who will go out and start the church, advance the gospel from Jerusalem to Judea to the outermost parts of the world. He's really holding them accountable to do that. When you reflect on it more, you might next think that he's referring to spiritual leaders. And if I'm a pastor or a ministry leader or a guy who's on a microphone doing devotions every day, this makes me raise my eyebrows and stand at attention and go, oh, I better take my role seriously. And I better be faithful to what God has called me to do. And while it's true that every one of us is not perfect and is unfaithful to one degree or another, which is why we need Jesus to come and live the righteous life that we can't and pay the penalty for our sins that we can't so we can stand boldly and confidently before God, it's also true that there are a lot of spiritual leaders, pastors, seminary presidents, ministry leaders, guys with microphones talking about Christianity who are not being faithful. We can't just listen to these guys and take what they say at face value without holding it up against scripture to see if it's true. The level of apostasy within the quote-unquote Christian church today is staggering. So be alert. But I would say that this goes beyond the disciples and beyond pastors and ministry leaders to every person. The fact is all of us have been given much. Everyone is a recipient of God's general grace, the blessings that he gives to everyone. The rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous. And fewer are recipients of God's specific grace, that is a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But every one of us has been given much by way of spiritual understanding, by way of resources, abilities, relationships, opportunities. How well are you or I stewarding those things? When the master returns, is he going to find us, his managers, being faithful or unfaithful? And by the way, as we've mentioned in recent texts before, this is not an indication of a works-based righteousness. What Jesus is saying here is not usurping the gospel, that somehow we need to be doing the right things when he returns and that's how we get to heaven. Rather, it is another implication of the gospel. And the gospel is that those who truly trust Jesus Christ, not only are they forgiven, not only do they have Christ's righteousness that they can't live themselves, but they're indwelled by the Holy Spirit who is transforming them from the inside out to be more and more like Christ each day in a process called sanctification. Those people who trust Christ because of the Spirit at work in them will be found faithful. It's something those of us who are believers need to be aware of. We need to be cooperating with God in. We need to confess our sin and turn from it when we commit it. But at the end of the day, faithfulness to the master will be accomplished by the part of the managers who trust Jesus Christ. So ultimately, this still comes down to do you trust Jesus or not? Those who don't will not be found faithful. And even if they didn't know what they were supposed to do, they'll still be punished. Not long ago, the leader of a popular quote-unquote Christian denomination in America said that, said that she believes while there may be a hell, she thinks it's probably empty. When you read this text about managers being cut into pieces and people being punished severely or lightly because of how they responded to the gospel, I don't know how you could possibly have that position and say that you're representing scripture. These hard words of Jesus are for our benefit. It does no good to anyone to soften this stuff, water it down, try to make it more palatable. It's hard. We should be glad it's hard because it causes us to turn to Christ, which is what I hope you have done. Thanks for tuning in. 
Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.